This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Tom Stevens, Mike Melby, Husker Rewind. Joined on the line by Tanya Taki. She's uh, going to help us do our picks of density. Uh, we usually choose about seven games every week, including the Nebraska game. We do ours based on the football team because we're talking about football, and Tanya likes to pick her, make her picks based on how good the volleyball program is. So, yeah, here we go. We'll and see and how- Tanya, what, what, what we said that week that you were in studio with us where we're like, you know what, she's probably going to kick our butt, and you did. So, yep. Uh, and at the end of the year, uh, we're going to probably owe her sushi. She's a big sushi girl. Are I, you, do gonna, you like yeah. sushi? Oh, yeah. I, I love sushi. You do, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, there's a couple of good places in town. So, uh, we'll go have sushi if she uh, she wins it all. The Flaming Regardless, Tiger. We'll go somewhere Cohen. anyway. All right. Uh, here's our picks of density. It's time now for the picks of density. Because it's a pick! Wait, it says density on here. I'm your density. Oh, I get it. Because your picks carry a lot of weight, right? That's some heavy shit, man. All right, let's roll with it. The picks of density. All righty. First game, Florida at LSU. LSU is a 13-point favorite. Tom, who do you have? Uh, Florida has just come off a loss to Arkansas in overtime, 39-36, and LSU lost to Alabama, 42-28. And who should win the Heisman was injured in the game. That's a lot of points. That's 12 points, and Florida, I think, is playing okay. I'm going to say LSU wins the game, but not by 12 points. So I'll take take Florida in the points. Tanya, what do you say? I think Florida – no. All righty. Good, uh, very good volleyball program. There you it go. is. If, if LSU's... I know they lost their setter, but she, they're still, they got that 6'6 freshman, and she's pretty salty. She's salty. They lost Merritt Beeson to Nebraska, though. Yeah. Right. That hurt. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss at Georgia. Georgia favored only by 11.5. I thought this would have been more, but uh, Georgia favored by 11.5. They play at home against Ole Miss. Um. Let's see. Ole Miss is coming off a win over Texas A&M. Close, close, I think it was in overtime, 38-35. Georgia beat Missouri, 30-21. That's a lot of points again. I, I like Ole Miss to cover, 11 and a half. Tanya? I'm picking Georgia. I know Georgia's done some I've, – I've seen them come across as taking down somebody, like having an upset, but I haven't heard anything about Ole Miss this season. All right, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, for the record, I'm going to take Georgia and give the points. Uh, Michigan at Penn State, the big game – uh, in the Big Ten next weekend, I have a hunch where Tanya's going to go with this one. I mean, I'm going to have to go with Penn State. I mean, they've got to get a win here in the next. I mean, they just they've gotten so close. They've they just deserve a win. Those girls are are seniors and super seniors. They need a win. And they got knocked off today at Purdue in five sets. I saw that. Yep. Wow. Um, and they're coming off in football a thrashing over uh, Maryland, 51 to 15. I think Penn State could win this outright. I don't trust Michigan, and that's easy schedule. Six and a half, I think Penn State definitely covers. Okay. For sure, at home. I, I'm taking Penn State. All righty. Tennessee at Missouri. Point, it's, or the points on this one is only one and a half. Missouri favored by a point and a half. It's that home field. Tanya? I mean, I think Tennessee this year is having a, a pretty good season, and I really haven't heard anything about anything good happening in Missouri. And I, maybe that's because I, I don't pay that much of attention to that to their conference, but I'm going with Tennessee. Uh, 
Missouri's playing really well, but so is Tennessee. They're both really pretty good uh, this year in the East, right? So yeah. they both have a chance to win that Eastern division. Tennessee coming off a big win over UConn. Missouri fell, but to, you know, Georgia. Georgia's really good. Uh, it's only one and a half. I think Missouri at home wins. I'm going to take See, I, I've got to go against Missouri just because I don't like Missouri. Well, there you go. So That's always a good reason to go against it. Exactly. Minnesota at Purdue. This one is going to be kind of tough, I think, for Tanya to pick. Tanya, what do you yeah. think? Purdue is, is getting three and a half. So Minnesota favored by three and a half against Purdue. Well, I mean, Minnesota should beat them. Like, I don't know what is going on in Minnesota. I know they're having a brand new coaching staff, but they have, you know, the, the best player on in the Big Ten and their shaft master setter. I mean, <laughs> I know that Purdue's probably going to beat them, but I just really feel like uh, Minnesota has is, is, is got to finish strong at the end. So I'm going to go with Minnesota. I'm going to go with Minnesota as well. I, I just think Purdue's not very good. Uh, Minnesota's coming off a loss to Illinois. Purdue was beaten badly by Michigan. Only three and a half. I, I think Minnesota wins easily, actually. All righty. Next game, Northwestern at Wisconsin. The line on this changed from opening at, I believe, seven. It is up to 11 and a half. Wisconsin is favored by 11 and a half over Northwestern. Uh, Braylon Allen is out, right? for the Maybe for the remainder of the season for and Wisconsin. Tanner Mordecai is out as well. Uh, I... I I, Vegas usually knows something, um, but now it's up to 11, you said? 11 and a half. I, I think that's a lot of points, and I'm going to take Northwestern. Tanya? Wisconsin. <laughs> I was going to say, there, there's no explanation needed on that one. No explanation go. needed. No, no. All righty, and the last game that is not Nebraska and Maryland. Rutgers at Iowa, and we are not going point spread here. We are going over under total points scored by the two teams combined of 28 and a half. Wow. Um, Last week it was 19 and a half Northwestern and Iowa. You're not going kickoff, point spread. And it went under. No point spread on this. This is over under. Tanya, it's the same for you. You're picking the volleyball school you think would win anyway. So, But for Tom and I, it's based on the, the total points scored in the game. I think it's going to be Iowa that wins. Yeah. So what does that mean? Am I under or over? We're gonna for you. We're gonna just let you call that okay. as as okay. Iowa's the win. I'm gonna Tom go. go. I'm gonna go under. You're gonna go under. I'm, yep. gonna, I'm gonna go under as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. All righty, and then the uh, the big one in Lincoln, 11 a.m. next week on Peacock. Uh, no, I'm not gonna get a subscription. I'm gonna go find a bar and watch it. <laughs> uh, Maryland at Nebraska. Right now, Maryland is a two and a half point favorite. I like Nebraska. I like Nebraska to win by ten. I really do. I. I I don't know why. I just think uh, Matt Rule will have him bounce back. What do you think, Tanya? I think it's a sweep, Nebraska. Nice. It's a sweep. It's an absolute sweep. All right. Alrighty. Uh, good stuff. Tanya, thank you so much for uh, j- yeah. sticking around to do the points, uh, the, the picks of density. Uh, we've actually, I think we just wrap it up at the end of the regular season. Yeah. And, and so then, then we'll start settling some sushi and some, right. uh, some, some pops. Great. We're, def- we're definitely good uh, to pay it off. We'll pay it off for sure. Is, all right, perfect. Feels, all, right. all right. There you go, Tanya. All right, have a good night. All right, we'll talk to you uh, next week. Uh, there's the picks of density with Tanya Taki, uh, one of the great middle blockers in Nebraska volleyball history and uh, the head coach at Nebraska One and very entertaining on the radio as well. She really is. Um, we've got like about five minutes left, okay. and you and I have a passion for a sport here that people laugh at and look down on, just like they did my Texas Rangers for 63 years. And it's Nebraska men's basketball. 
And I kind of want to talk a little bit about that. Sure. If we can. Absolutely. The 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 mighty Lindenwood Lions are coming to town tomorrow night. Uh, 7 p.m. tip at the uh, at the vault. Uh, Lindenwood moved to Division One July 1st of last year. So they're in their second season as a Division One program. They're in the Ohio Valley Conference where they finished six and twelve in conference play last year. Overall, they were eleven and twenty-one. They took on quite a few schools last year that were were solid. Um, my laptop died, so I can't pull up their schedule yeah. again. But they did. They took on some Power Five schools. They normally lost by about thirty. I don't know that that's going to be a whole lot different this year. Um, but let's focus on the team that they're playing against. Yeah. Uh, Fred Hoiberg and the Nebraska Cornhuskers. A lot of injuries. I'm I'm a little. Case probably will not play. I'm guessing. I'm guessing Case Tamanaga with the ankle sprain. It doesn't look like it's as serious as we first thought, but. He will not play. Rink Mass is coming off, you know, getting beat up. Yeah. Um, he was he was coming out of a concert and got beat up by a couple of guys. Uh, it sounds like he's recovering, but had a broken nose related to that. Josiah Alec has been um, coming off injury as well. So I'm, I'm just wondering how many guys play. Um, I, I think that Nebraska is obviously going to have enough to beat Lindenwood. Regardless, Jawan Gary has been suspended. Yeah, he's not going to play. I, I don't think he's playing, but there's still enough there. Um, I, I'm actually interested to see if Nebraska goes small tomorrow night and how they, small they go. Well, they might. And and I think a lot of it, is especially, well, they go completely small if Matar Jop is not available because yeah. I don't believe Blaze Kata is going to no, play. No, Blaze Kata probably won't play for... I mean, he's just starting to shoot, right? I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's still not really doing anything he's, with he's that He's not ankle. doing a lot of live uh, work at practice. So I think he's maybe at least a couple of weeks away. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Ramel Lloyd is still a couple of weeks away as well. Uh, he had um, kind of a setback. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I think the person that leads us in scoring tomorrow night is going to be the guy that led us in scoring on every game overseas and against Doan. Eli it's going to be Eli Rice. You really, I, and I'm, I'm big on Eli Rice as well. Uh, there was some debate as to whether or not they're going to redshirt that guy. Uh, I, I know Fred had talked about it. I think he's now played himself into that. No, we're not going to redshirt that guy because he's just too talented. Well, it was funny last year. I, I continued to say throughout the the season when we would talk about this year and what Nebraska has coming in. It's like, well, we don't know for sure what they're going to get in the portal. Even after we found out what they're going to get in the portal, I'm like, don't count out Eli Rice. You guys are missing the boat. Like you're not understanding. He's playing on one of the best high school teams in the country, and he is their best player. He's a guy that should be going to Duke. Yeah. Okay. He's coming to Nebraska. He's a quality young man, and I think he's going to make a difference this year for him. I I agree. I just think there's an adjustment period to the Big Ten. You've already heard that that story with (laughs) Josiah Alec. He's kind of beating him up in practice just to let him know what it's like in the Big Ten. Not in a malicious way, but talking about rebounding, he's like, He's trying to high school rebound on me. And I, I just, I'm, I'm going to nudge him out of the lane to let him know that you, in fact, not nudge him. I'm going to hit him well, to and, get him and, out of the and lane. And understand a nudge from Josiah Alec when he's going after a rebound and you yeah. wind up in the third row. Yeah. So I, so I think there's going to be a, that learning curve that adjust, that he's going to have to adjust. I, I get to. it. But at the end of the day, I think his just sheer ability right. is going to take over. And then my other concern is, is the point guard position. I think Jamarcus Lawrence is going to, 
attach himself to that position and take hold of it. And then you've got uh, Boogie Cousins, Jerron Coleman, uh, uh, Boogie Cousins, uh, Jerron Coleman, um, Boogie Coleman. And I think that, you know, he's one of those guys that could do it as well. I think Sam Hoiberg could see a little time. At yeah, I think he will. The one thing with Boogie uh, that I guess I like more than just about anything else I heard about him, if you want to flip over to three, Tom, on that, uh, on the camera. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to come here to be a facilitator. Like, he didn't want to come here and be a guy that scores 16, 17, 18 points a game. He wants to come here, win, and be a facilitator. Yeah. And I think that mentality coming in is going to allow him to be much better at being a facilitator yeah. than asking someone who doesn't want to do it or is like, yeah, I guess I'll be a team guy. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like Jamarcus Lawrence, though, he's always been a two. Yeah. He wants to do it as well. So I'm looking forward to this. No, well, this is a big year, obviously, for Fred Hoiberg. He's, yep. he's, he's got to make the postseason in some way or fashion. And I think they will. I think yeah. this team, uh, similar to last year, full of experience, the most experienced team in the Big Ten. Yep. I think they're going to be a good team. Will they make the tournament? We'll find out. I'll be able to tell you pretty early in the season, I think. Same here. Yep. All right. We'll see you next week. See you, Tom. See you, Mikey. Bye-bye. Bye.